Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Snippet. The short podcast platform. Hello, my friend, and welcome to The Closet Space. My name is Vic Ravindran, and every episode, I get to talk with incredible individuals who have come out of the closet in some form or another, whether it's coming out as LGBTQIA+, or even if it's a less talked about closet like having an invisible disability, or simply leaving a way of life behind. Hopefully, my guests' stories of resilience and pride will offer a pathway out of your own personal closets. And if they do, let me know. I'd love to have you on the show. This week, I'm so happy to have my good friend Christian Rogers on the show. Christian is a very talented visual artist who is always happy to share his boundless knowledge of everything art. As a gay creator, Christian has had the unique opportunity to find himself as both a person and an artist. And as he evolves and becomes ever more comfortable in his skin and sexuality, his work mirrors the same confidence and growth. Without further ado, my conversation with Christian. Hello, Christian. Thank you so much for joining me in the closet space. I'm so happy to have you here. Yay. I'm very happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you for many reasons. Uh, First, of course, being that you are my friend, but many other reasons as well, because the perk of being your friend is you have exposed me to an amazing world of art because you are yourself a visual artist. You also work for a gallery. I feel like you know all the ins and outs of the cool gallery world of Los Angeles, and you are, are like a treasure trove of knowledge when it comes to art and anything that I can point to in a museum, it seems like you have a fun fact to say about it. So I'm uh, excited to be able to share all of your wisdom with my listeners and also your your own personal journey as an artist who has come out of the closet. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. So let's start off with extended metaphor, but you as a work of art, your early sketch phase, uh, early sketch Christian, uh, kind of making your forming your image as you grow up. How was your uh, coming out story? How did that go for you? Well, I grew up in a Christian church that was pretty conservative. I think it's a a story that's pretty common for people. My mom was more into it than my dad. And so I I knew growing up that uh, being gay was something frowned upon. And in school, I I think I've always been a little flamboyant, but my mom had me in tap dance classes and I was always known as like being the the artsy kid which I kind of I feel like that kind of became uh, an identity for myself that kind of masked my queerness and actually became kind of the the outfit I wore as like a synonym for gay for a long time and I still to this day think of them as kind of developing alongside each other and then also kind of becoming fused together that's so interesting, yeah, because you you found that your skills and your hobbies and the things that you're talented and also fell in line with kind of like an aesthetic that people might already might assume uh, has to do with queerness. But did your art then reflect your queerness at all? Or uh, I think uh, so before I came out, my work was 
was, you know, kind of like typical high school stuff. I didn't come out till I was um, right after my senior year of high school when I was 18 and those FAFSA forms were signed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so before, you know, in high school it was all really bad, like music related stuff. And then once I got into college, it was really kind of design focused. And then it wasn't until the end of like my BFA that I was like, okay, I'm going to go balls deep and explore like gay erotic content. And this is like in rural Oregon. And I, I, I felt really kind of militant about it. But that was like my really kind of like out and proud in rural Oregon thesis work. And that's kind of, it, it kind of got gay at that point. And then it never <laughs> went back. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you haven't looked back uh, at that either. How did you get to that point? So you said you kind of came out at the end of high school or in your, around your senior year. How did you make that decision? How did how did that uh, how did you find the courage to do it? Uh, well, you know, I think like a lot of people, you just kind of feel like you're living this like other life. And I, I came out to my best friend and my girlfriend at the time first, and I just had decided it was time. And like I said, I was really worried about my mom how she was going to handle it, and uh, so I told my mom and dad separately. And my mom, of course, cried her eyes out and took her a long time to get over it, which was the hardest part was just making making her sad. But then my dad, my dad, um, he wasn't really a church going person. He just was um, doing his own thing. And when I came out to him, I wasn't sure what he would do. And he just asked me something along the lines of, are you still going to go to the Star Wars convention with me? <laughs> um, and that's that's how I came out to my dad. But uh, yeah, coming out to my mom was really hard. And it was just, I had, you know, for, for a long time, I'd always known that I was gay. And I had kind of ran from it for so long, especially when I was like part of the church, going to like church camp every summer and getting baptized. And I thought that was going to like fix everything. But as soon as I came out of the baptismal water and I was behind the baptismal and my youth pastor was there and disrobing. We were both changing back into our normal clothes. And I realized, I, I thought, you know, that that dip in the water had cleaned me and I somehow was like going to be straight after that. And when he took his robe off, I just remember being able to like see through his, his briefs and then being like, oh, fuck, I'm in so much trouble. And so after that, let's, that was probably when I was like 15, maybe. That's when I realized that that journey was was done and that I, I needed to find a way to come out. And it took a number of years to, to figure it out. So then flash forward to yourself now being able to be free of that shame that you might have surrounding it and now exploring it in your art. What was that initial jump like, like you, when you mentioned being able to explore gay erotic themes in your in your artwork as an artist and just to be feel to feel free to explore that content? What was that like for you to first dive into that world? When I first started making work with like the male figure in it, it was really obscured. It was hidden. It was like kind of these foggy, large format photographs that were kind of like dreamy and kind of sometimes hard to read. And then sometimes they, that work kind of transitioned into this period where I was making abstract paintings where there was like gay porn underneath obscured by the paint. And over time, the, the figure the, has, has kind of gone from the background to the foreground and has just become really unapologetic now. Like I used to be really shy and bashful about like I didn't want to be like people to think my work was too gay or like I was too gay or something. There was... I think a certain amount of like internalized homophobia still in me for quite a long time. Mm -hmm. And only since like grad school did I really like 
discover more about myself, who I am as a person and sexually. And that's just kind of come more into the work. Like the lived experience like is so much more present in the work. Yeah. It sounds like you're talking about yourself and your art at the same time and that you, they were, they were both evolving over time and becoming you were as you became more comfortable with yourself, your art felt like it was a more uh, accurate reflection of like how you felt about your identity. Uh, so it's great to be able to have that uh, outward or like outside manifestation of yourself. And I feel like that's kind of what your art is like. Uh, it's so vibrant. It's so textured. Uh, I wish, uh, you know, this is, we're just talking over audio here, but um, I hope my listeners do seek out your work online so they can just take a look for themselves as well. Where can my listeners see your work online? The best place is Instagram at Christian Makes Things. Oh, amazing name because my my Instagram name is Vic Does Things. But, oh, you know, <laughs> I do things, you make things. But tell me more about um, some of the artists that have inspired you. Are there any gay or queer artists that uh, have inspired you in, in your work and kind of like accelerated maybe your path into um, working? Uh, uh, with your sexual identity in mind when you do your work? Yeah. Uh, early on, I used to be really interested in formalism. And so I looked at like Marston Hartley and he has some like really beautiful geometric paintings that are these abstracts of um, one of his like former lovers, which was like a German soldier. The idea of like, how can you take the idea of like queer love, passion, male romance and then like abstract that into something else. That was a really early influence. And now I think a lot about um, like queer outsider artists. Mm -hmm. Like I'm really interested in people who kind of work outside of like the formal academic realm. And like Rains Birkbeck is a really great example of a older black queer artist in New York who experienced the AIDS epidemic. He's older, heavier and his work, and he has some kind of intellectual disability in his work seems to lack a certain filtering and a certain amount of his personal experiences kind of sit on the surface of his work. And I'm really interested in that, just like a really honest portrayal of one's anxiety of being queer, but also the joy in being queer. Like, you know, the idea that uh, we can celebrate our sexuality, but also express that there's also a certain anxiety that comes with that liberation. And I think that uh, I look for that in artists. Uh, it's the work I like, yeah. And like Louis Fertino, who's a young guy, making work is like, I think one of the greatest young painters right now. And uh, yeah, there's some good stuff out there. Cool. You can see it on my Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's the thing. It's like, if I follow you and anyone follows you, just they ha I feel like they're exposed to so many different artists, of so many different backgrounds, so many different queer artists. But yeah, you are so invested in the art world. We'll be right back with more from the closet space. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Welcome back to The Closet Space. My conversation with artist Christian Rogers continues. Now, as a gallery person as well, 
what's your vantage point basically on the art world right now? Do you feel like it is representative of all these gay artists that you 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 mentioned or and like yourself as a gay artist or do you feel like it's kind of similar to the world of film and TV and politics where it's like, you know, there are, you know, gay artists who kind of make a scene every now and then or are the topic du jour every now and then, but it's still a white male dominated space. Yeah, the the art world's funny. It changes from season to season. But um, I think right now it's it's the best it's ever been for for LGBTQ artists. And I'm optimistic that it's only going to get better and bigger and more people come into the fold and learn about it and love it and also participate themselves. I, you know, working at a bigger galleries been a lot of fun, but it's, you know, it's uh, the, the big money part of a gallery can sometimes be difficult to work alongside, especially because, you know, queer people typically aren't of the higher socioeconomic ladder. And um, so sometimes it feels a little weird working in that environment, knowing that like, I really want my work to be for average queer people. And I know that at a certain, and it's kind of the reason why I make it so overtly gay now is to kind of drive away a certain type of collector or person like there's something about um making work for gay people that i that's what i want and uh, and i want people who get that to be the ones who support me and yeah it's kind of a challenge to to kind of keep all your like your morals intact while navigating this really wacky world of big money and politics you have already taken a journey yourself with your visual art and what's next on your plane what what's are you going to tr- shoot for a show next uh, of your work or what's the next artistic goal for christian yeah right now there's uh, i always have a bunch of different stuff kicking around i feel like it's very hollywood like in the way that like it's a hurry up and wait kind of game all the time and so and always like murmurs 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 and then like one one day you get a phone call and it all happens at once. And so, yeah, after the New Year's, I got a couple group shows and nothing specifically has dates locked in yet. But after the New Year, it's coming. And I also, I'm just working on like the best work I've ever made. And I'm really optimistic that like, yeah, there's some good stuff coming down the line this year. That's amazing to hear. Yeah. I love hearing that. Yeah. Uh, and which is amazing because I've seen some of your, I'm lucky enough to have seen some of your work and it's all incredible. So to know that you are still pumping out the best stuff you've ever worked on. I'm so excited to see it. I have a question. Is there a specific piece right now that you would want to show your younger self and be like, hey, Christian, this is a Christian Rogers piece. Uh, uh, <laughs> I think I think, I think, think anything I make now would have scared the shit out of me like when I was 18. Like, oh my God, I'm going to be such a fag. Um, like, uh, yeah, I would, you know, I would love to, you know, learning to trust yourself is really difficult. And I think that my work has evolved a lot over the you know, course of my life and only like in the last four years has kind of started settling in a area. But I think that kind of sense of discovery also came with like learning about like who I am as a person and like what is my queer identity and finding yourself as an artist is just as difficult and an equally parallel to just finding out who you are as a person. I definitely agree. And I, and I'm so glad to see your journey in your work. I, and I feel like, you know, obviously I know you as a person, but like to see someone's art, I mean, it's, 
uh, it's always a privilege to be able to say like get that kind of internal view into them. And also, yeah, I, I, I haven't been able to have this kind of conversation with you about your coming out story, but it's so beautiful to see your art now and to understand where it came from and the journey that you personally took to be able to make it. So yeah. I think that's really amazing to, to, to learn about you. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about it early already, but uh, Christian Makes Things is Christian's Instagram handle. And if you want to check out his art, I feel like this is a great place to start. And not only does he share his art, he is a great resource for s- several other artists to be shared on his platform. I, I always loved checking out his feed. Yeah, I always post stuff I like around town. I like feeling like I'm supporting other people. And you are. And you supported me by being on this show. Thanks very yeah, much for being happy to be here. here. And I'm so glad you joined me in the closet space. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to be the closet's cozy. Yeah, nice and closing closet. All right, bye everybody. <laughs> bye. Having this conversation with Christian was such a treat. So often when we view art, we are left guessing at the artist's full intentions, personality, and history. But Christian's work sings to me in a different way than it did before, now that I understand his journey. I hope you take the time to check out Christian's work, and be sure to check out the other queer artists that he recommended throughout today's episode. It's always a good day to support a queer artist. Today's episode is my season finale, and I can't thank you all enough for listening. Much love to all of my guests this season, and to the amazing team at Snippet FM, who I could not do this show without. Until next time, I'm Vic Ravindran, and thank you so much for joining me in the closet space.